Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PK Podcast. The Johnson Dragons are 4A state champs. Let's talk about it. The Johnson Dragons defeated the Dowling Catholic Maroons 11-1 in this 4A state championship. That's, I mean, this is the biggest display, I think, this year of just dominance. We saw Sepp 24-7 against Ankeny. That was a pretty impressive display. Um, Ames, ah, you could probably give Ames a, the benefit of the doubt on that one. They were the most dominant team probably this year, and including all sports. But Johnson's second. Um, this is this was an insane run. The announcer said it on watch IHS assist and the best. They got better every game in the state tournament. Six to three against Liberty, seven to two against uh, Northwest, and then eleven to one in the state championship. This team was easily the most complete team. They were a tier above every team they played. The only reason that any other team would be in it is because of Johnston. There was no moment of a team being better than them yet this year. The only team that seemed to sometimes beat them was Southeast Pope. Who Damon make state? Um, they lost to Waukee in the sub-state final. So we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about how Johnson did. Like, just look at the stats, what they did this year, each game, and all that. But just wanted to start off the the this team was ridiculous. Um, it's back-to-back years with a blowout in the state championship, but I don't think we've seen. This level of dominance by a team in a minute. This is dominant. I'm, I'm a young and I'm not some old reporter, but for me, in my eyes, this is one of the most dominant teams we've seen, especially with the way they do it, hitting. They dominate offensively. They obviously dominate in almost every facet of the game because they're so good, but just hitting-wise, it's I think it's impossible for a team to really shut them down. Southeast Polk, again, they did it. So I'm not discrediting them, but felt like almost no teams could shut down their hitting. And, um, that, it, yeah, this team was just nuts. Man. I mean, they, they had it all. They had the underclassmen stepping up. They had the seniors stepping up. It's It was a perfect blueprint for a – it was a perfect storm. Everything happened that needed to happen for them. Uh, amazing season for the Dragons. So let's talk about the game. Now, the biggest story for Johnson in the state tournament, well, not the biggest story, one of the stories for opposing teams against Johnson in the state tournament is they literally forget how to field the ball. Five errors on um, Dowling. Five errors. You're not winning a game in the state championship with five errors against a team that you, makes you pay every single time you make a mistake like that. Um, that's what it came down to. Now, Dowling's bats, one run. I. It's not even like a, without the five errors, we win. I don't think they still win because the bats just never got there, which is surprising. We'll talk about the pitching soon. 
But, I mean, what an impressive display, man. Um, kind of lost my train of thought right there. But, uh, yeah, errors killed him. Uh, Will, Ty- Will Nuss, another two RBI game. This is a freshman. He's a, this is a D1 bat. I think he's a D1 athlete. A freshman, he is... Mm, He's going to be like on the bomber level next year, I think. This kid's nuts at hitting. Uh, I haven't seen much of his glove. I felt like whenever I watched, he didn't have a, much, a bunch of balls hit to him. But he, is, he has a ridiculous bat as a freshman already, and he's seen good pitching. As for Pierce Anderson, six innings pitched, six strikeouts, and only one earned run. I didn't even think he was going to pitch tonight. He... I mean, what a performance, man. I thought they'd go with Willems. Now, I don't know if they had Willems in their back pocket in case Anderson got roughed up. They definitely did because Willems is ridiculous. But Pierce Anderson goes the distance. Um, I believe he was going to get probably taken out in the seventh inning. But they didn't need a seventh inning. That That is ridiculous to me, man. They... Just run rule the team in the championship. I that's crazy. It feels like they're better against CIML teams. Um, I mean the stats kind of show it in the in the state tournament. Incredibly small sample size, so do not get me wrong. But six to three against Liberty, and Liberty was threatening in the seventh. Meanwhile, Waukee Northwest. All, just forgot how to field the ball, and same with Dowling. And they both didn't really compete as well as you'd hope in a, that big of a game. And that's not to say that these are some of these errors that teams make. Johnson's hitting the ball insanely hard off the bat. So it's not like some lucky thing for the Dragons. It's It's earned. It's just an error. So, um... Yeah, and I mean, it's crazy how good this team was. Evan Curran, first time of the season, he got rocked. He got rocked. Five earned runs. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I thought he was kind of a lock... I thought he was going to be a lockdown pitcher against uh, Johnson. The arm angle is just so hard for hitters to hit, but they saw something, and they... They took him. They they took him deep, and they they rocked him super hard, and that kind of just started a snowball effect. So, um, yeah, it just this game was crazy. I can't believe it was this lopsided. Um, if you would have asked me, I would have said six to three, six to two, kind of similar to Liberty game, and Johnson winning. But uh, I had no prediction of an 11 to 1 run rule in the state championship so props to all the coaching barda you're doing a ridiculous job um you johnson baseball is a staple in iowa if you i don't think there's another i'm trying to think off the top of my head i do not think there is a sport where you can point to a team that's just dominant Maybe besides Dowling football, Johnson baseball is a staple, and people know this. 
Dowling football hasn't made the state championship in back-to-back years. Granted, they had an eight-year run. Most ridiculous run in all of sports in Iowa Proud. Um, I mean, let's just... I mean, one more props. Down, Johnson, you're ridiculous. Let's talk about this season that the Dragons had. Going through all of their games. We're not going to go like some in-depth, but we're going to talk about it. They led off the year. I guess uh, it was a rematch against Pleasant Valley. Um, state championship rematch from the year prior. 12-1. to 12-1 to off the bat. 1-0. They, they murked the Spartans. It wasn't close. I remember Pimble shoved in this game. This was kind of a woe moment. Um... Yeah, the the Dragons are that team. At this moment, people know they're good, but they really don't have an issue for a long time in this season. Like, there is never a moment of doubt in this team. There are times where we'll talk about City High. City High had some trouble. Dowling obviously was hurt and had trouble. There's doubt that creeps in about the teams. Johnson, there's just never a single doubt. Uh, about this team. This team was always good. Um, let's move on to the second game. Indianola, 8-0. Good win. I'm not going to hold this like some ridiculous win. It's a state tournament team. But 10-0, run ruled. This team got run ruled at state 2. Urbandale probably not should have, but would have been in their uh, place with if Sam Harris pitched. Or was able to. That's not a guarantee. That's a fairy tale, La La Land. But it's a definitely a thing that you have to take into account. Next, Ames. Ames was good this year. People, they're not bad. Twelve to two, so they're three and zero right now. And then three to zero. It was a doubleheader, by the way. Amador, I think, pitched that three to zero game. So they start off hot, and uh, this team never. And then they. So they start off the season with a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 game winning streak. Um, so they're 9-0. and Their first loss is to set um, on a walk-off double, I believe. And then set, they get the win in the second game of the double header. And then they go on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 13 game winning streak. They lose to Southeast Polk again. Um, 10 to 11. This game's the opposite of what happened the first time. And then they win the second game. Then they lose to Urbandale. Eh, loss. That's a weird one to me. I don't. Probably just off game. Wasn't there. Don't know. Win against Urbandale. Beat Ballard. Beat Waverly Shilrock. Uh, lose to Valley. Then uh, beat Valley again, sweep Waukees, and then beat Dowling with one game. I think it got canceled. So that was the regular season. They finished, I believe, thirty-three and four. If that's right, one, two, three, four losses. Yep, four losses on the regular season in baseball. I mean, there was not another team. With a similar one to last record than that. I mean, um, City High and Prairie, they, they, done, they were 31-8. and eight. Not 
that was in the playoffs, so, so I don't know. Uh, starting off the playoffs, they defeat Des Moines North 17-0. Don't know why they play this game. They need to change how that works. Centennial. Quick shout-out to Centennial. And Mo- Joe Yoki. Deserves a big one. They were the only team to put fear into Johnson, I think, right? Like, it felt like this game was nuts. It led. To, it was a walk-off walk. If Oki can pitch more than 110 pitches, we don't know what happens in that game. But that's the rules. Again, you can't talk about that. But, wow. That, this, that game, I'm remembering it, is nuts. Um, you can go rewatch it if you want on Johnson's website. But yeah, this game, this was the closest they came to losing in the playoffs easily because they could then beat Liberty by three runs. Northwest eleven to three. I'm I'm dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> um, eleven to three. Wow, I. Posted on Twitter, 72. Um, yeah, it's a mistake. Dowling, 11-1. See, they just got better, man. They never... They never looked bad at one game. In the playoffs. And that's just what they do. I, think, I feel like in big games, they escalate. They don't de-escalate. If you know what I'm saying. Alright. We talk about their season. About how good they were. Let's talk about the important conversation. Who is their MVP? Team MVP for the Johnson Dragons. I'm sure they'll do their own thing at a banquet or something. This has no value at all. But I just, this is just for the. This is content. I think you gotta go with the senior Miles Wizzy. Miles Risley, center fielder, center leadoff bat. This dude, I mean, he's ridiculous. We didn't see a lot of him in the state term. He didn't have the best state term. But he was so good this year. 1.2 OPS. He does everything well. He had six home runs. He can hit for power. He has every single stat you want to look for. He doesn't strike out a lot. Um, best pitcher, uh, I probably before the state tournament would have said Williams, but I'm going to go with Pemble. I think Pemble was their best pitcher this year, purely because in the biggest moments of the season, he steps up and like Im- just improves. He gets better in big games. He's got the clutch factor. Uh We'll start first game of the season against PV. Insane start. Gave up one run, I think. Waukee almost goes a seven-inning shutout. And then, um, what is the next? Oh, Centennial. If they don't take him out of that game, who's to say Centennial even scores? Granted, Willems did a great job in that game. Nothing, nothing wrong with him. But Pemble, I mean, he was dealing that game. Gave it like two hits in four innings or three innings. Um, 
And then we got, of course, the biggest kind of performance of this year, Hans Joaquin Northwest, three earned runs, his highest kind of earned runs of these big games, but he strikes out 10, goes 6.1, 110 pitches. He, it, after one bad inning, did not allow a peep from Joaquin Northwest or a single moment of a rally. So Jake Pimble wins. Willems is almost a top in my brain. Mainly because he does not. I mean, Pimble does this too. So let's not get this twisted. But Willems literally doesn't walk batters. He's 10 walks in 52 innings. 52 innings. And he's got 78 Ks. Perfect high school pitcher right there. Um, Pimble did go 5-2. and two, But he pitches in the biggest games. So he's pitching better comp. So that's why I think he was their best pitcher. Now, statistically, if we're going pure statistics, it was Willems who was the best pitcher. Mm-hmm. This is tough. This just got tough. Looking at the stats, it's so hard to not go with Willems. Uh, yeah, we're going to flip it. We're going to flip it, people. We're, we're flipping. Carter Willems, best pitcher for Johnson. Almost voice cracked there. That would have been brutal. Um, yeah, he was elite. He was elite. Willems, 1.59 ERA. 0.7 whip. 78 strikeouts. Only 10 walks. 12 earned runs all season in 52 innings pitched. 0.141 opponent batting average. 10 and 0 record. Like, there's no really, there's not a single hole in those stats. Like, not a single thing I can look at to point to it's a pebble has this better stat. Now, who's just the better pure pitcher? It's probably Jake Pimble. I think. I mean, again, I don't watch these guys every single day. But I think it's Willems this year. Statistically, at least, it's Willems. So we'll move on. This one's going to be fun. I kind of just picked this one just because why not? Because this team qualifies for it. Underclassmen of the year. Now, this team was absolutely loaded with underclassmen. Will Nuss, Tyne Whedon, uh, Blake Hono. Three very quality Underclassman Lundholm's bat is going to kind of disqualify him. I don't think his bat compares to these two others. Now it's Tyne Whedon versus Will Nuts. Tyne Whedon in the state tournament hit two bombs. That's already tough to kind of diss him on. He's already really good. Will Nuss, RBI man. He had a lot of RBIs in the state tournament. Sorry, late at night, yawning. Um, ah, this is tough. Mm, I wish I knew if Will Nuss's glove is top tier. Because if it was top tier, I'd give it to him for sure. Because Tyne Whedon, I believe, is DH. He DHs a lot. 
Meanwhile, Will Nuss, this man is just on the field and hitting bombs. Uh, Nuss strikes out more. Ah, this is tough, man. Basically the same for walks. Um, RBI-wise, Nuss has got him. Home run-wise, Nuss has got him. Doubles-wise, Nuss has got him. Singles-wise, they're tied. Hits-wise, Nuss has got him. OBP, average-wise, Whedon is above Nuss. Um, OBP-wise, Whedon's above Nuss. Slugging-wise. I'm going to go Nuss. I'm going to go Will Nuss. Freshman. And it came down to this. I think Will Nuss, he has 20 more at-bats. So I think his average, his slash line, kind of is a little bit skewed compared to Whedon's. Whedon's only got 70 ABs. Nuss is 94. So that's why. These dudes are both D1 bats. They both hit like a D1 level of prospect. So, I mean, this is kind of uh, just shows how good this team is. I just named three three awards, and all three of them could be debated. So, I mean, yeah, that's crazy, man. All right, we'll call it for the episode there. A pretty short one, but it was just kind of recapping. Uh the state tournament. One last thing I do want to fit in. Uh, Dowling is going to be back. They they reload. It'll be... This could potentially get uh, be a rematch next year. It very well could be. Both Johnson and Dowling returning studs. So, and with Blake Larson pitching, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll definitely see... I didn't talk about Dowling a lot in this episode. I wanted to keep it mainly on Johnson. So that's why if someone from Dowling is listening to this and I didn't talk about what happened with Dowling, I wanted to keep it on Johnson just because they just won the state championship. What it's looking like for the next podcast, we got awards. Next podcast will be awards for the season. Um, probably do our all-PK team. For the baseball, for state baseball, uh, state baseball, for a baseball. Um, but other than that, after that, it's football time, baby. It's it's getting to that time, August, October, September. Um, yeah, I'm hype. I am hype, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate every single viewer. And uh, let's keep the train rolling with this. these high school sportsmen. It's, just, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you guys for listening, and peace out.